Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying da, studying Daf Kufla Mazayin, Daf 137 of the Shabbos. Now, before we uh, proceed to the overview, um, I just want to address the elephant in the room. I need to get a haircut. I know, I need to get a haircut, but here's the thing. It's the three weeks. So like, I don't know, like I'm not really going to get a haircut in the three weeks. Also, by the way, I I, I didn't shave um, before the three weeks either. And that was because my shaver or beard trimmer was out of batteries. And actually, I can only charge it with the charger that I have back at the other apartment I was living in for a while, which also gets back to the other whole thing, which is it's freaking Corona. Like everything froze during Corona. Like nothing's changing, like no haircuts, no getting new sublets, no charging your beard trimmer. Like we're in Corona, like, like just nothing is happening right now. And except for Dafyomi, Dafyomi's happening and work, work is happening. You can still like do awesome work from your house, but like no haircuts, no eating, like none, like no, but you can do, no, I, I do, I, I wash my clothes. Um, no cooking, no, um, nothing really. Like everything stopped like three and a half months ago. Okay. T- today we're starting, um, studying, yeah, Daf Kuflam and Zion. Um, anyways. It's a pretty cool daf, actually. So, um, you got a hot cup of shtickle at the beginning. It's talking about, like, what happens if you got these two little guys who need a bris, but one, and it's Shabbos, and one of them is supposed to have his bris on Shabbos, but the other one is not, either on Friday or on Sunday. So, it's like a whole thing. So, you got a hot cup of shtickle. It's not too bad. You just gotta, um, keep in order, like, who says what. Then we talk about what happens if the little guy is like a shtickle sick. What do you do? Um, we talk about the brachas at a bris, which is uh, pretty interesting, probably familiar to many, to many people. And then at the end, we so we, we conclude the um, 19th parak, the parak of Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer de Mila, and we move on to the 20th, wow, 20th parak, that's crazy, um, of parak Tolan. So, um, Let's get started. So we're starting on the Kufla Mazayin Amud Aleph at the Mishnah. Here we go. Mishailo Shnei Tinokos. Now, somebody who has two um, babies, okay? Echadlamul Achar Shabbos, Vechadlamul Bishabbos. Okay? Now, one of these, it's Shabbos. One of these guys is seven days old. The other guy is eight days old, right? So one of them, the one who's eight days old, of course, uh, his bris should be today on Shabbos. However, there is one of them who's one of the babies is only seven days old, which means that really his bris is only supposed to be tomorrow on Sunday. Okay, it's a day too early. Vishachach, but you made a mistake. Umales shall achar Shabbos b'Shabbos, and you by accident did the bris today on Shabbos for the child that was only seven days old, who was supposed to be circumcised the next day on Sunday. So we say chayev. Everyone agrees. There's no, there's no machlokas here. Everyone agrees. Chayv. That, um, you need to bring a korban chatas because lemaise, you didn't even do a mitzvah. You didn't even do a mitzvah. Kilu, what'd you do? You did a bris milah for, for a child who was seven days old. There, 
like you're not even like, there's no mitzvah brismila bichlal, and and therefore you're going to be chayav to bring a korban chatas. However, what happens if things are slightly different? Now, what happens if it's Shabbos? Okay, what happens if it's Shabbos? And there are two kids in front of us. Now, the thing is, one of these kids was really supposed to be circumcised the day before. This bris was really supposed to be on Friday. Okay? But for whatever reason, I can't tell you why, the bris didn't happen on Friday. And now it's Shabbos. And there are two babies here. One of them is the baby who it's day nine of his life. And the other one is the baby who it's day eight of his life. So obviously you're supposed to do the bris for the one who it's his eighth day of his life. Um, but you make a mistake and you do the bris for the one who is nine days old. So you are being Mekayim the, the mitzvah of bris milah, but it's a bris milah shalob bismana and it's generally, you know, maker din not docha Shabbos. So again, echad lamu be'erev Shabbos, if one of them was supposed to have been circumcised on Friday, v'echad lamu b'Shabbos, and one of them is supposed to be circumcised today on Shabbos, and you made a mistake and you did the bris for the one who's nine days old. So Rabbi Eliezer Rabbi Eliezer says that you chayev a korban chatas because even though you did a mitzvah, right? It's tabedvar mitzvah, but also mitzvah. You you right? You made a mistake. You were supposed to do the bris for the child who's eight days old. But you did the bris for the child who's nine day, who's nine days old. And lemaisa you did a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah to circumcise this little guy, but um. Just not today, because it's Shabbos. Wait till tomorrow, because it's not Docha Shabbos. So, according to Rabbi Eliezer, you have to bring a korban chatas. According to Rabbi Shur, he says, look, Lemaisa, it's Tabit Var Mitzvah Vasa Mitzvah. Right? You made a mistake when it came to the mitzvah, but at the end of the day, you did a mitzvah. There's still a mitzvah to do brismila for this guy. So, therefore, um, you're going to be potter from bringing a korban chatas, according to Rabbi Yoshua. Now, says the Gemara, Okay, so here we go. So, Rav Huna says Chayev, meaning Rav Huna learns our Mishnah the exact same way that we learned our Mishnah, which is that in the Reisha, it says Chayev, meaning that both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree Chayev. Now, what is the case that it would be Chayev? As we said, that it's Shabbos, and there are two kids here. One of them is eight days old. One of them is seven days old. One of them is supposed to be circumcised today. One of them is supposed to be circumcised tomorrow on Sunday. You made a mistake and you circumcised the kid who's seven days old. So according to everybody, you're going to be chai because you didn't even do a mitzvah. Circumcising a kid who's seven days old is not a mitzvah. So you're going to be chai of a korban chatas. Whereas Rabbi, whereas Rabbi Yehuda learns that the ratio of the Mishnah is saying potter, right? Rabbi Yehuda masni potter. Which means that both Rabbi, Yehu, uh, both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree that um, this person who circumcised this kid is going to be potter from a korban chatas. Now, the question is, what is this case? So, in order to say that they both say that you're potter, then you would have to say that the Mishnah, that the Reisha is talking about where um, there were two kids to circumcise one of them was eight days old and one of them that one of them was um nine days old right and we're saying that you circumcise the kid who's, who was supposed to be circumcised the day before i.e the one who was nine days old okay and we're saying that according to rabbi Yehuda's understanding of the mishnah what the mishnah is saying is that both rabbi Yoshua and rabbi Eliezer are saying that this guy will be potter 
Because at the end of the day, he did a mitzvah. Where they argue would be where um, there were two kids. One of them was one of them was seven days old, and one of them was eight days old. And you circumcise the kid who's only seven days old. There is where Rabbi Eliezer says you'll be chayev, but Rabbi Yoshua will say that you're a potter because even though you didn't even do a mitzvah, but it was in the context of a mitzvah. Therefore, um, you are going to be potter. And we're going to um, go through this now in the Gemara. But the important part for now is that um, regarding the ratio of the Mishnah, where both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree, so according to Rav Huna, he learns it exactly like we learn it, which is that they both say Chayav, and that is talking about a case where um, there was a kid who's seven days old and a kid who's eight days old. Whereas, um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, both uh, Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree that you are going to be putter. And that's talking about where, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, the ratio is talking about a situation where there was a kid who was nine days old and a kid who was eight days old, and you circumcised the kid who was nine days old. Therefore, even though you made a mistake, you nonetheless did a mitzvah. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua agree that you would be potter. Okay, let us read it inside. So starting again from the um, beginning of the Gemara. Rav Huna Masne Chayev. Rav Yehuda Masne Potter. So Rav Huna says that the first case in the Mishnah where both Rabbi Yehoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree, they are both saying Chayev. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda says that the first case in the Mishnah where both Rabbi Yehoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree, they're both saying Potter. Rav Huna Masni Chayev Ditanya, and he brings a brisa. Amrib Shimon ben Elazar says Rav Shimon ben Elazar lo nechleku Rabbi Eliezer v'Rabbi Yoshua al mishahayu lo beis tinokos echadlamul b'Shabbos vechadlamul achar Shabbos. That says Rav Shimon ben Elazar that Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua both agree that al mishahayu lo beis tinokos that there were two kids. It's Shabbos and there are two kids. One should be circumcised on Shabbos, the other one should be circumcised on Sunday, i.e. one of them is eight days old and one of them is only seven days old. And he forgot, i.e. he made a mistake, or he forgot which one's which. And he did the bris for the one who's seven days old that was supposed to be done on Sunday, he did it on Shabbos. According to Shimon ben Elazar, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua agree that he's going to be chayv because he didn't b'chal do a mitzvah. Where is there a machlokas? Where is Rabbi Yeshua going to jump in and say he's actually potter? That is talking about where there were two kids. And now it's Shabbos and there are two kids in front of us. One of them was supposed to have been circumcised on Friday for whatever reason he wasn't. And now it's Shabbos and there are two kids. One of them is nine days old. One of them is eight days old. And you did the bris for the one who was supposed to be circumcised on Friday, i.e. the one who's nine days old and really isn't Toch Shabbos. Rabbi Eliezer says because even though you did a mitzvah, you weren't supposed, you made a mistake. So Yechayev Korban Chatas. Rabbi Yeshua Poter, Rabbi Yeshua says you're Poter because um, even though you made a mistake, Lemaise, you did a mitzvah. Because it's a bris but at the end of the day, there was a mitzvah to do a bris and you did it. Even though you should have really waited till Sunday. And they both learn out their opinions from Avodas Kachavim. And as Rashi points out, um, as we learned on Daf Samach Tesamur Aleph, that all Korban Chattases are compared to Avodas Zare. 
that all korban chadises are compared to avodas kochavim. Okay, and therefore, if we're right now trying to determine, right, as it says over there, right, Torah achas yelachim will be one Torah for you in the context of the uh, korban chadises of Odezar. So therefore, we compare all korban chadises in the Torah to the korban chadises of Odezar. And therefore, if we're trying to figure out if this fellow is going to be chayav a korban chadis or not, well, um, let's look at avodazar. So, Rabbi Eliezer, Savar, Kavodis Kechavim, Mavodis Kechavim, Amrachman Lehisaivid, Vichi Ovid, Mechaev, Mechaev. Hachinami Loshna. So, Rabbi Eliezer's argument is look, I'm going to read that again. Mavodis Kechavim, just like when it comes to Avodis Kechavim, Amrachman Lehisaivid, the Torah says, don't do Avodazar, Vichi Ovid, Mechaev, and if you do do Avodazar, well then, you're going to be Chaev a Korban Chatas. Hachinami, the same thing, Hachinami, the same thing over here. Loshna, it makes no difference. Right. If it, therefore, if you have a child who's eight days old, child is nine days old, you shouldn't be doing the brismila of the child who's nine days old on Shabbos. Wait till Sunday, and therefore, and therefore, I don't care that you did a mitzvah technically, but you weren't supposed to, and therefore you'll be chayav a korban chatas. Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua, hashem delav mitzvah hocha mitzvah. Rabbi Yeshua says, look, avodas kochavim obviously is has nothing to do with mitzvah. It's avodas zara, whereas this. He did a mitzvah. He did a mitzvah. You know, sure, he wasn't supposed to do it today, but at the end of the day, it wasn't just, you know, a random thing. Like, he, he was mekayim a mitzvah, uh, even though he shouldn't have done brismila today, but in the Maise, he did the mitzvah brismila, so he's going to be potter from a korban chatos. Rav Yehuda masni potter. Now, Rav Yehuda, okay, so, so, so that was Rav Huna's opinion. He's in line with the brisa of Rav Shimon ben Elazar. And they say that both Rabbi Yehuda and uh, no, that both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer agree that in a case where um, you accidentally circumcise the kid who's seven days old, they agree that you're going to be chayav a because you didn't do a mitzvah. However, when you circumcise the kid who's nine days old, Rabbi Eliezer says that you're going to be chayav a korban chatos. Rabbi Yehuda says, look, lemaisi, you did a mitzvah, so you can be part of a korban chatos. Now. Rav Yudah Masni Pater. Rav Yudah, however, says that the ratio of the Mishnah where both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua agree is where they say that they both agree that you're going to be Pater. What's the case? The Tanya. As we learn in the Bible, I'm Reb Meir. Lo nechel ku Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. The Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua both agree. In what case? Right? One of these kids was supposed to um, be circumcised on Friday, but for whatever reason he wasn't. Now it's Shabbos, and you have two little guys in front of us. One is nine days old, one is eight days old. And he accidentally circumcised the nine-day-old little guy on Shabbos. Shu Potter. Certainly in that case, you are going to be Potter because you did a mitzvah. But even Rabbi Lezer is going to agree that you're Potter because Lemaise, you did a mitzvah. Where do they argue? Where do they argue? They argue when one of the kids was seven days old and the other kids was and the other kid was eight days old. So obviously you're supposed to circumcise the little guy who's eight days old, but by accident you circumcise the kid who is seven days old. Okay, so in that case. Um, that is where there's a machlokas. Shabbat Eliezer Machayev Chatas Rabbi Yeshua Poter. The Rabbi Eliezer says, look, you're Chayev Chatas, you didn't bechlal do a mitzvah. Rabbi Yeshua says you're going to be Poter 
Because even though you weren't Mekayim a mitzvah, it was still in the context of a mitzvah. Just like Avodah when it comes to Avodah the Torah says, don't do Avodah If you do Avodah Zarya, you have a Korban Chatas. Here also, you're not, don't, don't do the Brismila for the seven day old kid. And if you do, you have a Korban Chatas. I don't care that you were like, it was like in the context of a mitzvah. For Bishua, Hasam lo tarid mitzvah tarid mitzvah. Over there, when it comes to avodah you're not tarid, you're not busy with the, the 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 this mitzvah. Over here, you're busy with the mitzvah. So now let let let, and therefore, Rabbi Yoshua says you're potter. So now let's talk about what this tirda de mitzvah thing is for a second, because this is going to be really important coming up. What what's this tirda de mitzvah? Tirda de mitzvah is this, you know. So like even if you have a situation where one of these little guys is eight days old and the other one is seven days old, the fact of the matter is. There is a bris that needs to be done today, right? Meaning before you circumcise anybody, you have two little guys, right? One of them, his bris is supposed to be today, on the eighth day. And therefore, there is a bris, there is a mitzvah that needs to be happening. And you're busy with that mitzvah, you're getting ready for it, whatever it is. And then, at the time of the bris, you actually made a mistake and you ended up um, circumcising the kid who's only seven days old. But since it was in the context of a mitzvah, that there was a mitzvah to be done. It was in the context of a mitzvah, and you made a mistake, and uh, you circumcised the wrong kid. So Rabbi Yoshua says, "Look, it's in the context of a mitzvah. Therefore, you're going to be potter." Okay. Now, the reason why I say this is important is because there actually is a mitzvah to be done over here. Okay. What would happen in a situation, let's say, where? It's not where one kid was seven days old and the other kid was eight days old. What about in, in the case with Friday, right? One kid was supposed to be circumcised on Friday, the other one on Shabbos. But in this case now, the one who was supposed to be circumcised on Shabbos was accidentally circumcised on Friday. And the one who was supposed to be circumcised on Friday was circumcised on Shabbos, which means that comes Shabbos morning, there's only one kid that needs a bris and that kid was He's nine days old, and therefore there's bichlal. No, you're not supposed to be doing a bris bichlal today. You should wait till Sunday. So therefore, there was no tirda der mitzvah. There was no mitzvah that was supposed to really be done today. And in that case, everyone is going to agree that you bichayev a korban chatas, and that's super important. That when Rabbi Yoshua says that you're potter, or when anybody's going to say that you're potter, it's dafka when there is a tirda. It's dafka when. There is a bris that's supposed to be happening today, but you made a mistake and you circumcised the wrong kid. Then we have to start figuring out, well, was he seven days old? Was he eight days old? Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda, Rav Shem ben Elazar, or, uh, yeah, Rav Shem ben Elazar, Rav Meir, Kilu, then we have all these kashas. But in a, a situation where like there was no kid on Shabbos that is eight days old that's supposed to have a bris today, well, in that case, everyone is going to say, that you are um, going to be chayav a korban chatas. It's only when there is a bris that's supposed to be happening today, and in the confusion, you end up circumcising the wrong kid, well then is where we start getting into different opinions over here. Fine. So now, with that introduction, so Tani Rebchia, so Rebchia taught, Omer Hayu Reb Meir, the Reb Meir would say, Lo nechliku Reb Eliezer Reb Yoshua, Reb Eliezer and Reb Yoshua don't argue, that they both agree when there are two kids, one was supposed to be circumcised on Friday and one was supposed to be circumcised on Shabbos, i.e. one of them is eight days old and one of them is nine days old. 
and you made a mistake and you circumcised the nine-year-old, the nine-day-old kid on Shabbos. No. So what did we say? We just said a minute ago that according to a mayor, in this case, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua would agree that you're potter because the Maise, you did a mitzvah. But look what he says. Shu chayav. That both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua admit that he's going to be chayav. When you circumcise the kid who's nine days old, they both admit that you're going to be chayav. Why would that be? So now where do they argue? Right? When uh, there are two kids, one of them was supposed to be circumcised on Sunday, one of them on Shabbos, i.e. one of them is seven days old and the other one is eight days old. And you made a mistake. And you accidentally circumcised the seven day old kid on Shabbos. A korban chatas. Rabbi Shua says that you're poter, uh, right? That you're poter. Um, just like Rabbi Meir had said earlier, right? That when it comes to a situation where you have the seven-day-old kid and the eight-day-old kid, and you accidentally circumcise the seven-day-old kid, so Rabbi Lezer says chayiv. Rabbi Shua says poter. The 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 big difference is that in the ratio of Rabbi Chia's brisa, um. It says that when one of them is nine days old and the other one is eight days old and you accidentally circumcise the nine-day-old kid, they're both saying that you're chayev, even though you're doing a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yoshua, seifa ovid mitzvah poter. Well, Rabbi Yoshua in the seifa, where you circumcised the seven-day-old kid, where you're not even doing a mitzvah, there's no mitzvah of mila. And Rabbi Yoshua says, poter, reisha de ovid mitzvah mechayev. So the reisha where his mom is doing a mitzvah. Okay, maybe it's not the eighth day, it's the ninth day, but there's a mitzvah of brismila. How could Rabbi Yeshua possibly be, say that you're chayev over there when he says that you're potter when the kid's seven days old? So Amri the Rabbi says by the Bismesh of Rabbi Reisha kigon shekadam umal shal Shabbos be'erev Shabbos. This b'risa of Rabbi Chia, when it says that both Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Lezer admit that he's going to be chayev, it's because not, it's not just well, meaning there, there, there's more to the story. Yes, you circumcised the nine-day-old kid on Shabbos, but the eight-day-old kid was actually circumcised the day before on Friday when he was seven days old, which means that comes Shabbos morning, comes Shabbos, there's only one kid that needs a bris, and he's nine days old. That in this case, there was no reason for Shabbos bichlal to, 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 to be nidcha for any kind of bris. And therefore, if you do the bris for this nine-day-old baby by accident on Shabbos when there was no reason why you should be doing any bris on Shabbos, well, then everyone agrees that you're going, going to be chayev a korban chatas. Whereas seifa nitna Shabbos lidchos. Whereas in the seifa, i.e., when one kid is seven days old and the other kid is eight days old, well, there is supposed to be a bris today. You just made a mistake and circumcised the wrong kid, the one who's seven days old. So there Rabbi Yezir says, look, you're going to be chayev because you didn't do any mitzvah. But Rabbi Yoshua says, you're potter because there was, you know, it was in the context of a, mis- of a mitzvah and you made a mistake. So therefore, you're going to be potter according to Rabbi Yeshua. Amalei Ravashi of Kahana. So Ravashi says to Rav Kahana, Reisha nami nitna Shabbos lidchos lidachos legabe tinochos da'ama. So Ravashi asks to Rav Kahana, he says, wait a second, but even in the Reisha, right, even in the Reisha, where, of, even, even in Rabbi Chia's Reisha, where he accidentally circumcised the kid whose mitzvah, whose was, bris was supposed to be on Shabbos, he did it on Friday, which means that comes Shabbos, the only kid who needs a bris is the one who's nine days old. And therefore, there's no reason to be doch, doch Shabbos bichlal. 
And therefore, we say that both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Ezra say that you're going to be Chayv. However, it says Rabbi Ashi, but even though, let's say in this particular case, this, there's only this kid who's nine days old, it, there's no mitzvah to be Docha Shabbos, but the reason why the mistake happened in the first place is because, well, in general, you can be Docha Shabbos for a bris that happens on the eighth day, meaning, because there are cases in general where a bris is allowed to happen on Shabbos, that's what confused the people here and, and, you know, that's what led to this nine day old kid being circumcised on Shabbos, the fact that in general, babies are able to be circumcised on Shabbos. Therefore, his mistake, even though there was no factual, there was no, you know, uh, real reason, you know, the fact of the matter is there was no kid who was eight days old that needed a bris today in front of us, but the fact of the matter, but it's because in general, a bris is able to happen on Shabbos. So because of, in the context of bris mila in general, that's what led to this nine day old kid getting circumcised on Shabbos. Well, shouldn't we be able to argue that, um, therefore, because it was in the general context of bris mila, he, uh, you know, maybe Rabbi Yoshua would say that he's potter. So, but yeah, but true, in general, you know, yeah, Shabbos is able to be Nidcha for Brismila, but not here because this kid was, um, there was no eight day old kid around. Um, okay. Yeah, so that was this like little piece. It was a shtickle, um, yeah, 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 right? Okay, fine. Let's move on. So, Says, uh, says in the new Mishnah, Kain Nimo Lishmone, Lisisho La Asara, Lachada Sar, Lishname Asar, Lupachus Vlayoser. Sounds like the, it feels like the first daf of, um, of Mesech the Megillah, right? Megillah Nikres, right? What was it? Biyudalaf, Biyudbez, Yudgimel Tes, what was it? Yudalad Tesvav, Lupachus Vlayoser, something like that. So, here we say that a Kain, a baby, Nimo Lishmone, is um, circumcised on the eighth day, the Tisha, the ninth day, Asara, and on the tenth day, Ulachadasar, Ulishnemasar, and the eleventh and the twelfth. Um, meaning on any, uh, meaning he only gets circumcised once, not like all these days. But like if it doesn't happen on the eighth, it'll happen on the ninth, and on the ninth and the tenth. And we're going to figure out the different um, context. Ha Ketzad. Uh, how does this work? Kedarko lishmona. So normally the bris will be on the eighth day. Nolad levena shmashos nimulatishos. Now what happens if the kid is born bena shmashos? Right? Suffolk yom, suffolk laila. Now any day of the week. Let's say it's episode Tuesday, and it's Tuesday evening, and this little guy comes into the world. Now we don't know. Should we? Do we treat it like Tuesday? Do we treat it like Wednesday? So we say that. Um, so the bris will be on Wednesday. Right, even though it'll be the ninth day from Tuesday, and it's possible that he was technically born on Tuesday, but we can't say for sure because maybe he was technically born on Wednesday. Therefore, we do the bris on Wednesday, which is day nine from um, Tuesday, which is where the suffix begins. What happens if it wasn't Tuesday? What if it was Friday? Okay, now we're not sure if he was born on Friday, in which case the bris should be the following Friday on day eight, or if we should treat it as if he was born on Shabbos, in which case the bris should be the following Shabbos, which would be day nine. But of course, you wouldn't do the bris on Shabbos if out of Suffolk. So therefore, you would push it off to Sunday, which is actually day 10. Okay, fine. Yom Tiv la'achar Shabbos. But what if Sunday was Yom Tiv? You're not going to be doche Yom Tiv for Mila Shalobizmana. So then you do the bris on 
Monday, which is day 11, Shnei Yom Shoshashana, but what if actually it was Rosh Hashanah? So Sunday and Monday were both Rosh Hashanah. What about Loa Du Rosh? Whatever. Um, Sunday and Monday were both Rosh Hashanah, so Nimo Lishnei Masar, so then you do the bris on Tuesday, which is um, day 12. If you have a child who is sick, so we do not do the bris mila until he gets better. Amr Shmuel says Shmuel the doctor. That if he has a fever, once his fever goes away, we then give him seven days to um, kind of chill out, and then we do the bris. When we say that once the child gets um, healthy, so then we give him seven days. Is that seven 24-hour periods? Or maybe on the seventh day, once already, you know, the day begins, you can already do the bris. So, Tashma, Ditani Luda, that Luda teaches, and that we, that says Luda, that the day uh, that he gets better is like the day that he is born. So my love, some what that means is mayom hivaldo lobainan meesleis. Afyom havra also lobainan meesleis. Just like when it comes to when the little guy is born, so then we don't need to, you know, wait seven twenty-four hour periods. No, just you know we wait seven days and then we do brismila even if it's less than seven twenty-four hour periods per se. So um, so therefore we'll say the same thing. When he, uh, his fever goes away, so we don't need to wait seven 24 hour periods, it's just seven days. Lo, adif yom avraaso yom ivado, di ilu yom ivado, lo ba ina meesleis, vilu yom avraaso ba ina meesleis. The Gemara says, no, don't say from Luda that because we say that the day that he gets better is like the day that he's born, therefore it means just like, just like he's born, he doesn't need seven 24 hour periods, um, you know, just even once the, you know, after part of the seventh day, He's already, um, you can already do the bris. Don't say that. Rather, um, uh, the day that he gets better is shtickle stronger than the day that he's born in that when the day when he gets better, you actually have to wait seven complete 24 hour periods. Fine. New Mishnah, Eloin Tzitzin Ama Akvinis Amila. Nice. Basar Achofe Ezrova Atara Ve'eno Ocha Bechuma. So these are the part of um, the orla that are ma'akev the brismila, right? These are part of the foreskin that if you do not, do not remove them, well then the bris is not kosher. And as the as the Mishnah says, ve'eno ocha b'chuma. If he's a kohen, he would not be able to eat truma because, it, right? It says, uh, as Rashi points out, sha'aral asur b'chuma, that uh, uh, a kohen who doesn't have a circumcision is not allowed to eat truma. So we say what? So if you have some of the foreskin that is like covering the like top of the penis, but not the whole top, like just like where, it, uh, oh God, <laughs> uh, how do I explain this? Well, I don't know, not that hard to explain. Basically the penis, there's like the long part and then like at the top, it kind of like, hmm, let's just say like a mushroom. <laughs> Anyways, so like where it kind of gets wider. So if there's like foreskin kind of covering that, so then... Um then what? So then that is that 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 would need to be removed. Um that's considered part of the orla and it would need to be removed. Uh and if you don't remove it, so then um uh the bris is not kosher and if he's a coin he can't eat truma. Fine. Vim Hayabal Basar Misakno Marisa Ayan. 
Also very interesting. What if this um, little guy is a chubby little guy and even after the bris, um, there's like extra fat on his penis and it looks like he wasn't circumcised and we're worried about Maris Ayn. We don't want people to see. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, I don't know who's looking, but we don't want people to see. So you have to somehow remove more stuff so that nobody gets the wrong idea. I guess the yentas really, the yentas really, really, really go deep. They don't stop yenting. They even want to, you know, look at your bris, spread rumors about your bris. Yentas, man. Oh, so if you do, right, remember, andaf chveisnisht, andaf Right, so we described the different parts of the mila. So there was the mila, which is removing the orla, and then there's the priya, which is um, removing some kind of membrane that is like under the foreskin. So if you didn't do that, if you didn't do priya, so then um, it's not a, it's not a kosher bris mila. Fine. Says the gemara. Amar Avina, Baraba, Amar Govha Shal Atara. Okay, fine. So if, exactly, so when we say that it needs to um, cover the majority of kielu, like the top of the penis, it, it it's not talking about like around, it's talking about height. So meaning like even if there's just like a little piece of foreskin that's kind of like um, uh, covering like majority of the height of like that beginning of the tip of the penis. So then even if it doesn't go like majority of the way around, just like tall, so you got to get rid of that, okay? Now, we say that if he uh, had a chubby uh, penis, okay, then we have to make sure that nobody's going to get the wrong idea. <laughs> Fine. So, Amar Shmuel says, Shmuel, just gets better and better. Interesting. So if you have this chubby kid and um, Rowan also calls Machimus Kasha, I don't get what, if this kid can get an erection, how is this kid getting an erection? But maybe we like imagine our minds like what, what it could be if he would get an erection. Okay. Venera Mahal. And then I guess we make a Cheshbin. So if theoretically this little guy would get an erection or maybe if somehow he does get an erection and then uh, if that's the case, then you know, all would be good, it, you know, with the erection, everything would be pulled back enough so that it looks like he um, is circumcised. Well then, all good. You don't need to fix anything. But um, if not, you know, if he wouldn't look like he's circumcised when he has an, uh, an erection, so then then you got to... Um, Fix that. Masnisatani, we learn in a bracer. Bishim and Gamlil, Omer says Bishim and Gamlil. Kain Namasuba Babasar, a chubby little guy. Rowan also, Kozman, Shimiskasha, Veeno Niramau. So if he gets an erection and he doesn't look circumcised, right? So then, meaning even with an erection, he doesn't look circumcised. So then, Tsarach Lemulo, so then you got to fix that. And if that's not the case, then 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 you don't need to do bris. My, you don't have to go back and fix it. My The nafkamina is when when kilu, if the little guy gets an erection and then it like kind of looks like he's circumcised, but like kind of not. So according to Shmuel, Shmuel said, so 
if when he gets an erection, he will look circumcised, well, that is the criteria. He needs to look circumcised when he is um, when he has an erection. But if it's kind of like gray area, kind of iffy, you would have to fix that. Whereas according to Bingham Lili says, right, he says, No, the problem is when he's, uh, uh, if he gets an erection and Idafka doesn't look circumcised, but as long as, right, that's the problem. But if it's kind of gray area, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Viter, Malvalo para, so we said, um, if you do Mila without Priya, well then it's not a good Mila. So Tanarabana, the rabbi is taught. Hamal, Omer Asher Kedushan of Mitzvos of Mitzvano ala Mila. So the Mohel, he says the bracha of Asher Kedushan of Mitzvos of Mitzvano ala Mila, right on the Mila. Avia Ben, Omer, the father of the child says, Asher Kedushan of Mitzvos of Mitzvano, Lachniso Beviso Shel Avraham Avinu, right, the, right, the God that commanded us to bring this child into the covenant of Avram Avinu. Ha'omdim sham omrim. Those who are standing there, they say, Kishim shenichnas labiris, just like this child entered into the covenant, kachikanes, l'torah, ulechupa, ulemaisim tovim, he shall also enter into Torah and to marriage and to good deeds. V'amavarech omer, and whoever is going to make the bracha, often it's the person who names the child, Says Ashakidash, uh, Yidid mi beten, God who made holy, Yidid mi beten. As Rashi points out, who is the Yidid? Uh, Yitzchak Avinu is called Yididya, right? And it says mi beten, that already when he was in uh, Sarah's womb, the mitzvah of Brismila was already commanded to Avraham Avinu, and that already from the womb, um, um, uh, there was the mitzvah of, uh, of, of, of Brismila. So Ashakidash, you did me better, and that already uh, Yitzchak Avinu, from when you know from 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 the womb, he was um, made, you know set aside for the for Brismila, Chok Rosam, and you put a a a a, a um, sign in his uh, flesh, Vitzetzav, and his offspring Chasambos Briskodesh, you have sealed with the sign of this holy covenant, Akain. Therefore, Bischarzos, in reward for this, Kel Chai, the living God. Chalkenu, Tsurenu, our, um, Chelek, our portion, our rock. Save lahatzil, yididu sherenu mishachas, um, command to save, um, our fellow brethren, um, our flesh and our blood, mishachas from destruction. Lemambriso ashersambiv sarenu, on account of the covenant that we've put in our flesh. Brochatashem kori sabres, blessed are you God, um, who, who, who has made the covenant. Hamalas Hagerim, somebody who um, circumcises uh, uh, converts, Omer, so he makes the same bracha of Alamila, the Moa makes this bracha, and whoever is, then is making the bracha there, um, says, Lamul to circumcise uh, converts, and to Extract from them uh, blood of the covenant. Sheilmalei dambris that if not for the blood of the covenant, loniskaimu shemaim va'aretz, heaven and earth would not um, exist. Shenemar as the pasuk says, lo brisi yomam v'laile. If not for my covenant day and night, chukos shemaim va'aretz lo samti. Well, then it's as if I have not placed the laws of the heaven and earth. Baruch Hashem koris habris. Blessed are you, God, who has I don't know executed the covenant. Hamalas avadim, somebody who does mila for slaves, Omer, Ashagidushan Mitzvos of Itzvanu ala mila, Vamavarich Omer, Ashagidushan Mitzvos of Itzvanu lamulas avadim, to circumcise, um, 
slaves, to extract from them blood of the covenant, that if not for the blood of the covenant, then there would not be the um, laws of heaven and earth. If not for my covenant day and night, then it's a, as though I did not place the um, laws of heaven and earth. Blessed are you, God, who has um, executed the covenant. We will come back to you, Rabbi Eliezer of Mila. Rabbi Eliezer Omer says, Rabbi Eliezer, Tolinus amishameres biyomtiv minosin l'tzluyu b'shabbos. It says, Rabbi Eliezer, if you have a, some kind of a container, imagine like, I don't know, a mason jar, maybe something bigger, I don't know, not exactly super clear, but you have some kind of a container, okay? And what you do is you take a like cloth strainer. I don't know, imagine almost like a, like a cheesecloth, although I, I wonder if it's probably more permitting than a cheesecloth, but okay, something like that. You can take some kind of a fabric and hang it uh, over the opening of the jug and maybe stick it into the jug a bit. And then you're going to pour some wine in there and it's going to strain out the um, sediments and, le- you know, leave the wine. So You're allowed to place this strainer into this um, jar on Yomtiv, and if the strainer is already there on Shabbos, you could you you could pour into it, but you wouldn't be able to put it into the strainer, you know, att- you know, apply it to put it onto the strainer on Shabbos because we're concerned about making an ohel. Interestingly enough, right? So if you have an open container and then you take this cloth and put it over the opening, you're making an ohel, a tent, which is interesting. The chacham disagree and they say no, you may not. Put this cloth on the opening of this jar on Yom Tif. Rabbi Yezir says you can. Chacham says you cannot. Say that you cannot because um, you're making an oil. And on Shabbos you may not pour wine into this um, strainer because they're concerned about borer. Rabbi Yezir says that this is not, uh, it doesn't consider this to be borer on Shabbos. Okay? I'm not exactly sure why, I guess. It says, Ein derech borer lechach. It's not the way of borer. Why isn't this the way of borer? Maybe the way of borer is to like, you know, directly from your food, like pick out the stuff maybe that you don't want. I don't know. But, says the Chacham, you would be able to pour into a, um, a um, you know, if the strainer was already there, you can strain the wine on Yomtev, I guess, because, you know, it's Ochel Nefesh and that would be acceptable. Now the Gemara asks, one second, so Rabbi Ezra seems to not have any issue with Putting this cloth over, right, to cover the, the, the container with this cloth on Yomtev, and he's not concerned about making a ohel. But one second, friends, where was it? It was Dafe Kufchafe, so 12 days ago, we learned, Hashter Beliezer Asufe Ohel Arai Lomosfinon Shari. Guys, remember the sugya of the window shutter? And Rebeliezer said you can only attach a window shutter to the window if it's both tied and dangling in midair so that it's super clear that it's part of the, the house and nobody, you know, there, there, there's no concern about adding on to a structure on Shabbos. You guys remember that? He's concerned about adding on to a structure on Shabbos. And here he's saying you can mamish take a cloth and cover a container with it even though your mamish making an oil. So in the context of this window shutter, he was concerned about adding on to an ohel, and yet at the same time he's saying, Kamamish make an ohel? This doesn't add up. According to Abeliezer, we don't even add on, an, right? We don't even add on a temporary addition to a tent. 
Lemeber lechatchila shari. And all of a sudden he's saying over here, you can mamish make a tent. You can mamish take cloth and cover a container with it and, and, and make an oil. Mahi. Okay. So now what is this place where Rabbi Dezer says that you may not add on to a tent? So of course it's not. As we learned in our Mishnah, Pekakacholon, when you have the window shutter, Rabbi Dezer Omer Bismansha Kosher Vitalui Pokakimbo. That as long as it is tied and dangling from the window, well then you can use it to close the, uh, when, you know, you can put it on the window. Um, because then it's clear that you're not adding anything onto the binyan, onto the building. It was, it's part of the building already. But if it's not both dangling and tied up to the building, so then you can use it because we're concerned about adding onto the structure. Say, no, it's okay. You know, even if it's not kosher vitali, and there was a machlok, does it have to be kosher? You know, does it at least have to be tied? Whatever it is, but they say that, you know, it definitely doesn't have to be both tied and dangling, like Rabbi Yezer says. That they both admit, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi and, and the Chachamim admit that you would not be allowed to mamish make an ol on Shah on Yomtif. Certainly not on Shabbos. The question is, can you add on to an ol? Rabbi Eliezer says you're not allowed to add. Onto a uh, structure on Yom Tif, and certainly not on Shabbos. The Chacham said, "No, you're allowed to add onto a structure on Shabbos, and certainly you'd be allowed on Yom Tif." So the question is, how could it be that Rabbi Yezer is concerned um, about adding on to a Ohel on Yom Tif, and certainly on Shabbos, and yet he's saying that you'd be allowed to add, put this cloth on the opening of this jar and make an Ohel? Doesn't he say that you're not allowed to make an oil? So Rabbi Yehuda. So the more answer is well, because this was in the context of food, right? Meaning you're adding this cloth to this container so that you can strain wine. So it's in the context of food on Yom Tif. So that's what he says. So Rabbi Yehuda says, well, he says like Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanis, we learn in a brayse in Ben Yom Tif l'Shabbos el Ochel Nefesh Bovad that the only difference between Yom Tif and Shabbos is food. Rabbi Yehuda Matir. Af machshire ochel nefesh. Rebuta says not just food, but even machshire ochel nefesh. Even preparations for ochel nefesh, such as this, such as, you know, putting the cloth on top of the, um, you know, container so that you can then strain your wine. So, okay, it's not mom is just straining the wine. Chachamim admit that on Yom Tif you'd be able to strain the wine. The, the, the shaila is can you add the cloth to the container so that you can then afterwards strain your wine. Rabbi Yezer seems to be saying yes, and the Gemara wants to say Rabbi Yezer is like Rabbi Yehuda, who says that not only are you allowed to do ochel nefesh, right? Not only are you allowed to prepare food on Yom Tov, but you can even do things to enable you to prepare food on Yom Tov, such as adding this cloth to the container. So Rabbi Yehuda matimatu af machshir ochel nefesh. So the Gemara says, yeah, but Emad shamina lele Rabbi Yehuda b'machshir and she'ev shel asosa me'ariv Yom Tov. So the Gemara says, I'll read that again. Amar, I will say, that when Rebuta says that you're even allowed to do machshire ochel nefesh on yomtiv, so then that's only things that were impossible to have been prepared from erev yomtiv machshire that you couldn't could not have possibly done erev yomtiv, but machshire but such as this case where you could have attached this cloth to the container from Erev Yom Tif. So 
Rabbi Yehuda, I don't know that Rabbi Yehuda would say that you'd be allowed to attach it on Yom Tiv. Well, Rabbi Eliezer, Adif from Rabbi Yehuda. Well, Rabbi Eliezer is a Tana. Yeah, not only is he a Tana, he's an older Tana than Rabbi Yehuda. He can argue and say, look, even this um, strainer that you could have done already from Erev Yom Tiv, you could still do on Yom Tiv, um, because it's Machshir Yochanefesh, and that is fine. That is why Rabbi Eliezer says you're allowed to put this cloth over the container and strain your wine. Fine. Okay. So I think it was like a pretty interesting daf today. We had some interesting sugyas. The, you know, the most involved sugya, of course, was, uh, at the beginning in terms of when you have these two children to circumcise, uh, on Shabbos. One of them is eight days old. So obviously he should be circumcised on Shabbos. But then the other one is either seven days old or nine days old. And there's different, and there's different sort of, um, uh, implications. So first thing we have to get out of the way and make clear right away, which is, we are only talking about a situation when one of the children needs to be circumcised today on Shabbos. Ke'ilu, in the case where there was one from Friday and one from Shabbos, i.e. one of them is nine days old on Shabbos, one of them is eight days old on Shabbos, but you made a mistake and you circumcised the um, one who was supposed to be circumcised on Shabbos, you did it before Shabbos. So now Lemaisa on Shabbos, the only one who needs a bris is the one who's nine days old. Everyone agrees you'll be chayv korban chatas because there was no mitzvah bichlal to be done today. Um, that, right, that would have been Docha Shabbos. So, Kilu, if there was no Tircha of a mitzvah, right, so then everyone agrees to be Chayva Korban Chatas. It's when there are two kids, Mamish, today, on Shabbos. One of them, it's his eighth day, and then one of them is either the seventh day or the ninth day. So, um, Rav Huna and Rav Shim Ben Elazar learn it just like our Mishnah learns it, which is that if one of them was seven days old and one of them was eight days old, so then both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua agree that you will be chayev a korban chatas since you did the bris on the one who's seven days old and there was no mitzvah that was done. However, if one of them was eight days old and one of them was nine days old, right, which means, and you accidentally did the bris on the one who's nine days old, well, then you made a mistake, but Lemaisa, you did a mitzvah, okay? So therefore, Rabbi Yeshua says you're going to be potter. Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer says you're nonetheless going to be chayev. Now, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda express the opinion that both, uh, you know, when, when, when one kid was eight days old and one kid was nine days old, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua admit that you're going to be potter because the Lema you did a mitzvah, right? The machlokas is when one kid was seven days old and one kid was eight days old and you circumcise the kid that was seven days old, there Rabbi, Yehuda, Rabbi Yeshua still maintains you're going to be potter since Lema was in the context of a mitzvah. Whereas Rabbi Eliezer says, look, Lema you didn't do a mitzvah, so therefore you're going to be chayv. Fine. What happens if you have this kid who is sick? So, when it, once it gets better, you wait seven days and then you do the bris. Um, we talked about the brachas that happen at a bris mila, which was pretty interesting because they are familiar. Um, and then we talked about at the very end, placing a strainer on a container on Yom Tif in terms of making an ohel. And there we essentially got into machlogas between how far do we go when preparing ohel nefesh on Shabbos. According to Chachamim, you're allowed to prepare ohel nefesh, but you're not allowed to prepare meta ohel nefesh stuff, these, these um, you know, uh, machshire ohel nefesh. According to Abiyudu, you can um, uh, prepare machshire ohel nefesh, um, but only if you could not have pr- uh, prepared them before Yom Tif. Um, according to Abiyudu, you can prepare machshire ohel nefesh on Yom Tiv, even if you could have done it before Yom Tiv, and that's why he says that you're allowed to add this strainer to cover this um, container on Yom Tiv, but the Chacham say that you would not be. Also, Rabbi, Yosh, Rabbi Yudah would say that you would not be. Fine. Uh, Zeo, friends, that was Daf Kuflam and Zayn. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great day.